Game four is in the books. Oh my gosh. Game four is carved in my heart. Um, we've got a guy named Donovan Mitchell who is absolutely going bananas I this series. It. It's I insane. It. You guys are listening to Jazz Beats. I am Jackson. This is Tyson. And we are the number one Utah Jazz podcast today. That you're listening to. That you're listening to the second. Has anyone ever tried listening to multiple podcasts? I don't know, but no one really checks or listens to us, so I can make whatever claim I want. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, thanks for tuning in. Game four is in the books. Coming at you. We're 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 gonna do a podcast after every game, these playoffs, just because there's so much going on, so much relevance after every game. So we're not gonna do our weekly thing. This is gonna be a game post game show from now on. Right. The there's playoffs. too much going on and and I hope that by doing a podcast every game, we've got like 18 more game, 18 more podcasts. I hope so. There's I hope so. Let's see. Four, eight, 12. Yeah. That's some quick math you did yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jazz are up three to one. Against the Nuggets. Nobody saw this coming, I feel like. I did. Except Jazz fans. Yeah, except for us. Yeah. Nobody gives us credit very often. Nobody it's does. The whole hard time they're talking to. about, oh, how good Murray is, the whole regame cap. I'm like, I'm going to come up there. I, I'm so mad at you. Just talk about the best. That's the Utah Jazz. Thank you very much. Right. Um, another special day in Jazz Beats history going on. It is. We have another guest here today. Let's talk about it. We have our second guest in ever. Jazz Beats history, people. Absolutely. And uh, not that we recognize gender, but it's our first female guest. Right. That's ever, exciting. Ever in, in jazz history. It's kind so. of, I was kind of ashamed to bring her into the studio because it's, it's so elaborate. Right. Well, we, you know, we get a lot of attention. Our studio gets booked out. A lot of people want to use it all the time. So it's, I, th- I think she's going to think it's incredible. We need to put, uh, I'm, I'm going to put a picture of the studio on our, we, our Instagram page our today. Our very first recording, we had some dried lavender branch. For some decorations, which we still have to this day on our shelf. And uh, it just, you know, whenever we get too big headed, because we're doing so well with this podcast, that uh, we just look at that branch and brings just us back think to of Earth. the times. That... <laughs> Anyways. Uh, let, can I introduce the, de- the let's guest? Do it. Or, let's okay. do it. So today, uh, why don't you introduce yourself, what, however you want to name yourself on the podcast? Okay. Hi. <laughs> I'm Marley. And um, I just love the jazz. And somehow these guys found out that I loved them, so they brought me on here. Pretty much, uh, we were blackmailed by her brother. So that it, it's just a thing, and we had to do it. No, we're very happy to have you here, Marley. <laughs> Marley shares what we all share, and that's jazzitis, or jazz right. fever, or the virus of the jazz. Yeah, so, so Tyson knows Marley a little bit better than I do. We've met a couple times, but... Um, we just got talking before we recorded the show, and, and I'm blown away by how involved she is. I'm thinking, she's a jazz fan, she watches the games great, but but she's like running stats at me right now, and so this will be this will be a good episode. I'm, I'm excited. Thanks to, for coming. We had to contain her so we could actually save some of the, her great content for the podcast. Exactly. We're excited to have you. Tell so, us about last night's game. What'd you think? It was, it was good. Um, I was a little disappointed in the first half, though. It's, because I could tell the Denver Nuggets did their homework, and they had a lot of different solutions and ways to get under our skin. So Yeah, they came at us. It was You talked about how game four was going to be mostly about how well the coaching and the staff were able to make adjustments. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what you're seeing in the yeah. first half is that those coming into play. And I was really nervous when Quinn, I don't remember how many minutes there was left, but he took out Donovan. 
um, Clarkson and Gobert and put in like Clarkson. Um, who else was in? Bradley. At the and, end, I think Morgan was in, got some in good time. In the first quarter. Oh, in the remember? first. And Clarkson had he he was awesome last night. Mister Mister Italics. Yes, I like him. <laughs> He kind of kept us in it in the first half. Yes, he because Donovan, just, as we know, is a is kind of a second half guy. He goes mm-hmm. nuts in the second half. Clarkson kept us in it. Yeah, and that was fun. Huh? Donovan obviously had an amazing game, and there's no one in any NBA team that can ignore how well Donovan played and is playing. Let's talk about the players that were maybe overlooked, who played well in the Jazz, but were overlooked. Well, I think Jordan, JC. JC, I mean the man yes. himself. Right. Yes. So he he shot nine of thirteen from the field, four of seven for threes, twenty four points. It's it's crazy how somebody can have a quiet twenty four points. Mm-hmm. Like that's a ton. Yeah, that's an amazing effort, and no one's talking about that on ESPN highlights. No. But it was it was crucial to our game tactics last night. For sure. Yeah. When so when somebody on the team is scoring. If, if you didn't watch the game and you're just catching up, Mitchell had another 50-point game. He had 51 last night against the Nuggets for the second time this playoff series. Do you know what he said about that? Let's hear it. He said, he said so. He said it's the first round. He's like, it's not a big deal. And he's like, with Iverson and was it Jordan as mm-hmm, well? Mm-hmm. He's like, they won titles. He's like, I am nowhere. He's like, I have a lot to work to do. It just I shows. Think, yeah, go on. Yeah, I think that's he's just... He's so cool. The maturity of a of a twenty four year old. That's crazy. We we talked about how what's the what's the end game of the Jazz? Is it round two? Is it round three? Well, I can tell you what it is for Donovan Mitchell. It's the ship. Yep. He's going to yep. the ship. Yep. And he wants to win the title. He doesn't care about the fifty one point game. No. He wants the championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's. Is he actually twenty three? Twenty three. And then I think Murray's twenty three as old. well. Right. Yeah. I don't know, but like, but, but yeah, I think. And you have to give a lot of credit to Quinn, too, the coach. I agree. Because here we have, is it Michael Malone? Mm-hmm. He's, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. telling his worker or his players to work so hard. It's so crucial. And they're throwing everything at the Jazz, and we're still beating them. Did you hear what so. TN, the guys on TNT, and, and take their word for what it's worth, it's Barkley and Shaq and them. They're the two greatest commentators <laughs> of all. I mean, right after us, obviously, but it's close. Yeah, so what they said about Denver having to work hard, he says, if you're telling your players that they have to work harder and it's the playoffs for a world championship, you're it's going to be a long night and it's going to be a short story. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. it's not going to end well for yeah. you. Yeah, so, so that's cool. Yeah. Who, um, else, who else were we impressed with on the game besides my, Donovan? Yeah, Mike Conley, for sure. Tell me. Tell me all about it. <laughs> Mike, I, I just think he's so good. Ever like he's just. Do you know what Quinn said though? He said, "You know what I learned with Mike? He's like, I need to step back and let him just play instead of coach him. He's like, I just need to step back, let him play, and do his thing because he's awesome. I love that. And he, you know, I don't know if it is just. I don't know what if, if with Vogue being gone or I don't know, but he's just played phenomenal. Do you think, okay, we're going to go into this. Being a woman, does, does having a, a new child, like, just fuel you? Because that's the only thing different from Mike Conley, from from regular season Mike Conley. 
I think this Elijah thing is just... There's been a lot of oh, hormones yeah. that have been no longer <laughs> yeah. in the house, you know? So maybe he's, right. like, I don't know, sleeping and not having to go get pickle juice that's in the middle true. of the night. I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe it's a relief. I don't, I don't yeah. know. But he is balling. He's yeah, a new man. I like him. <laughs> he's doing really, really well. He he shot for eight, he shot 8 of 13 from the field. A three or Four out of eight, three-pointers, 26-point game for Mike Conley. Uh, ever since he's come back, since Elijah was born... He's done really well. Four assists, two steals. The relationship between Quinn and him, the more that they get each other figured out, which, you know, they really haven't had a lot of games together when you think about his injury and how long he's been with the Jazz. Mm -hmm. So the more and more they grow to understand each other, I think the more we're going to see numbers like we saw last night. And the guy's been with the same team for 10 years. Right. He's never played on another team in his NBA career. Mm -hmm. So it's it's an adjustment. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I like it. So it's it's. Good timing on Mike for coming alive in the playoffs because right. he's been he's been fantastic. I have to point out Gobert because I I I know he didn't do a defensive block to win the game. Well, it was staying close there at the end when Murray drove in and he wanted that he foul and up. he went straight up. He might have given him a little slap on the wrist <laughs> at the end there, but we're gonna clear that out. Yeah, he's a grown man. Yeah, he can he's take a it. grown man. <laughs> he shot seven of eight, seven of eight from the field, and and uh, he's seventeen point game in the end. Right. And and it, to me, anything over twelve for Gobert is gravy. You know yeah. what I mean? So because whether it's points, it's his presence on the court for the other team when they come in, they see Gobert, they go back out, they rethink their 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 protocol to get in and get a basket. So anything points-wise over 12, good on Gobert. No one's going to mention him much, but he's got to be praised. Right. I mean, I'm terrified of Gobert. Yeah. And I can't imagine running into him when you get in the paint. Oh, man. I'm turning around, too. So. 100%. <laughs> I'm going to shoot a half-court shot. And one thing Denver's really good at, too, and you you guys probably already said this, is their offensive rebounds, and they yes. killed us last night. You talked goals. about that. What was it, and 17? 17 on the night. And and how many were late game that were crucial yeah. possessions? Right. And that's, yeah, that's one thing we need to work on. If the Jazz. Absolutely. Well, and who's going to do that? It's Gobert and... I think you you give some more time to Morgan. I, I yeah. like him out yeah, there. I do too. He works hard. He's a, he's that big body that... Yeah. He could, he could box out Joker. Joker. Jokovic, oh, yeah. he could box him out easy. I've heard somebody said, I don't even know who it was, somebody called him the diet Derek Favors. Well, he got married, so he had to get down and bring weight. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> he had to get down to what weight? I don't know, but he <laughs> to, lost to, weight. To wedding weight? Yes. Got to he fit had, those he had to fit in the dress? <laughs> <laughs> no, only Dennis Rodman is the only NBA player to get married in a dress. <laughs> oh. But no, he really did get married. And I really? Think, but yeah. Good. good. And I just, but I think it hurt him. That's my own opinion. Okay. So what? Joker. You, are you guys? What? What about uh, who didn't perform well enough to our standards? Jackson, what do you got? Well, who, I think who didn't do a good enough. It's game? hard to come away with some negatives after you win a tight game. One of our players has fifty-one. You got a couple guys stepping up. Um, but we talked a little bit about it last time. I think the presence of Conley there has taken a lot away from Joe Ingles and his role. Right. Where's Joe Ingles' our biggest benefit when, when he's doing what? Well, normally or in last night's game? Normally. Normally he's a good outside shooter and he's he's good at that pick and roll the exactly. lob with the alley-oop. Yep. Okay, the left hand yeah. and he can either scoop it on that side yeah. or he can dish it out to the big man. Yep, I see a lot of his pick and rolls going away. I don't see as many of them with Conley in there because Conley's so yeah. good with the ball too. So Ingles... 
goes zero for four Ugh. for zero points. You gotta you gotta have points on the board. I mean, we're we're paying you fourteen million dollars to <laughs> you gotta put a freaking point on the board. And I love Joe. I know you do. I have his name tattooed on my back. So uh, obviously I like the guy, but he's got to get points on the board. Marley's looking at you like, do you really? <laughs> well, I can see him doing that. Oh, boy. No, do I you know don't. What, so we got to go courtside. We, for my dad's retirement party, we, like, rented one of those suites. Mm-hmm. And before you go watch the game, you can go down courtside and watch him warm up. And he, all of our kids had Donovan Mitchell jerseys on. They were like, Joe, come sign our jersey. And he's like, nope, you have the wrong jersey on. <laughs> <laughs> so, I like but no, it. I still like him a lot. I do. But see, his wife's having a baby. And you guys, I think he's wanting to retire and go back to Australia. I he really has, do. He has no intention after his NBA career to stay in America. Uh, no, no intention at all. But my wife's Australian, and their culture is America's good for a, sh- a season. It's not a long-term <laughs> thing. What's like which season or just no like in life? Oh, they America Australians. Yeah, they'll come and gotcha. visit. They'll holiday. They'll live here for uh, work or a school thing. But in the end, they love yeah. the culture in Australia, and you know what? It fits Joe. Yeah. To the T. Are you so. trying to tell but us something that you're going to be early retirement moving me. out of here? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that ship is sailed. His heart's not in it. Like. Do you think you his, know, Do you think his heart's not in it? I kind of feel like those last year, he's just, yeah, I do. I, I think he loves basketball, but I think, you know, he has that boy with autism and mm-hmm. the twins. Mm-hmm. And I think his wife's pregnant, and I think he's just ready to be a family mom. He yeah. always talks about Renee and the kids, you know. Yeah. There was, a, there was a quote mm-hmm. during the COVID breakdown where he said, I'm happy to just never play basketball again. Yeah. I, and when I, he does a show every Thursday with some a podcast I listen to and you can tell he's just ready to if you listen to Mike Conley versus Joe I'm sorry but Mike you can tell he still has, has the a drive. absolutely but and he he when he said he loved getting back playing with the guys cuz they asked him they said was that game for Elijah you know that one that he had so many points and he's like yeah I always play for my kids but it was just fun being with the guys again right, I mean that's awesome. you well, know the jazz guys are the best guys yeah that's all there is yeah. to it but, but I think a lot of that is because of Joe. He is a, he a is character. A character. He, is. he is. And and I love him. I do. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I Now that you say that, though, I'm thinking about it. And it's like, we keep saying, yeah. we got to get playoff Joe back where he just is like irritating yeah. people. Or, or headband Joe where he's just like a fireball. And we All haven't right. quite seen that yet. He's kind of been a little reserved. There may be a chance that at the end of his contract with the Jazz, it will be the end of his career do you think he was like did he do you think he played good defense against murray last night i think he's an underrated defensive player okay i do i think that uh maybe not as far as his ability to keep up with murray because murray's definitely a faster player but i think there's some trash talk and some irritations Mm -hmm. and some pinches and some jersey Mm -hmm. grabs and some stepping on the foot that that the old man game yeah that we don't appreciate that aussies do all day long just to (laughs) cut in line at the grocery store so Joe is still uh, a main character on the team. If he, he if he comes off the bench as a six man and Clarkson comes in on, in, on the starting lineup, I'm not going to be offended. Nope. No, certainly no. not. But I do like having Clarkson come in and have a guy who can put points on the board during the bench time. So, what about minivan? I know that you're up and down with the minivan. You love him though, huh? Um, I think that he, to me, he's just that average guy who shouldn't be on the team, but he's making it. And so I like that. Okay. I like that about him. He might be the most average NBA player. Right. Right now. Joe Ingles was the math teacher and minivan is 
a mini mechanic. Average, I don't know. Joe. <laughs> he really is. Um, going back on your question about Joe playing defense on Murray, I think if Royce is in the game, foul trouble or not, he's right. got to guard him. Right. He's got to guard him. O'Neal? Yes. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, one thing Quinn did last night that I thought was awesome, which probably should have been done earlier. Oh, I remember this. Right. He I... put Joe Ingles on Jokic oh. because the Murray-Jokic pick and roll was killing us. Murray was getting anything he wanted, and he was knocking everything down. And finally, Joe, I think it was just the last minute and a half, maybe two minutes, Joe was guarding Jokic so that they could switch that screen and get a decent defender on Murray rather than have Gobert try to back up and guard them both or hedge or help or whatever. I think it hurt him down the stretch in the last minute or so. So I think look to see more of that in Game 5. I guarantee we're going to see more of it Mm -hmm. in Game 5. I think Quinn was hiding that card. He might have been. And uh, it's good. think of how intelligent that makes you to be ahead of the pick and roll. Yeah, you you've got your even your players, mm-hmm. your staff. Everybody knows what's exactly what's going to happen, so that when that pick and roll switches, you're ready and you got the right guy in the position. That's, I'll, that's I'll bet he was hiding it for when we needed it, and if not, he was going to show it next game. Next game, right? Because but down the stretch, it was a close game. I think it was tied with a minute or so left. Right. And Murray was going crazy. By the way, Murray had 50 points as well. You got to acknowledge that. Oh my he, gosh! I I kept saying he can't keep shooting like that. Oh, he, he freaking was. did. Yeah. Every shot he took, I was just clenched up like, yep, that's going in. Don't let him shoot. Dang it. Every time it went in, I swear it. He was killer. Yeah. But he had 50. Mitchell had 51. You tell me. Who's the best? You tell me. Who's the better player? Really quick, (laughs) you mentioned the pick and roll. Isn't it great that the the, the pick and roll is a Utah Jazz play? It's not just Stockton and Malone from 1997 (laughs) to 98. We're still doing the same pick and roll. Why fix? Right. It's like, so when they're scouting out players, they're like, all right, we always need two guys and we can do the pick and roll with, and then we're set because that's just what the Utah Jazz do. I don't know. It's like, that's our play. Pick and roll. That's what you're going to get. I feel like if it's done well, it's pretty much impossible to guard. Right. Like two on two, pick and roll. You can't guard it. We couldn't guard it last night. They couldn't either. I mean, it's two tough. teams scoring in the 120s. It's You tell me. It's, it's an offensive game. Yeah. There was like an argument that Donovan made a lot of his points from the free throw line. But see, Murray played like five minutes more than Donovan. Mm-hmm. Murray had like 43 minutes. And I think Donovan had like 37 or something. But you're, you're spot on. But I feel like I, I don't know. I just, I, I feel like the calls were pretty fair last night there was no officiating major change like leaning one way yeah, or the other. here's like the th- here's the thing though Don, you want to look at the numbers where's donovan's points in the paint okay murray was taking a lot of outside shots mm-hmm. he wasn't driving in like donovan yeah. does and donovan will run in there and scoop and that's where he gets his turnovers he gets in there the defense will collapse on him and he'll drop the ball he did that a few times and he had to reevaluate that mm-hmm. play but we were more aggressive. Murray kept pointing at these scratches on his arm. Did you Did you see him? Yeah, yes. I also yes. saw him scratch himself oh, on the bench. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did you guys see that? I know. No, he but I wouldn't put it past him. He did it himself, <laughs> and then he and then he even when he did it, he complained through his own hand. No, he's just always complaining. He was. It's just a bugger. I don't like people like that. That's why he's not on the Jazz. <laughs> we're too optimistic over here. Donovan's an amazing player. I don't even think he's all human anymore. What changed? That COVID thing, the break. I mean, what? What did he say at the end when he made that three-pointer right in um, Millsap's face? He said, "What did he say? Tell me." No. Word for word. What did he say? Word for word. I I need a quote. He says, "I want this." Yeah. (laughs) Because Millsap said, 
Oh, Enough of that crap. And he let's, gave him the stare down. Let's talk about that. What happened right before that shot? Do you remember? Okay, so Donovan goes up yeah. on Millsap, tries to draw a foul or tries to make a lap. No. Millsap sends him. 100%. Blocks him, clear out of bounds, and then what? Gets up and gives him the stare, stare down. down. And then yeah. very next possession, Donovan's like, let me show you how I roll. This is what you're missing over on the other side. Don't make that man mad. Yeah. He wants he's coming it. after it. He wants it. He's going for the championship. That was so good. And I love that he shot it right over top of Millsap. Yeah, too. right over yeah. Millsap. That was awesome. That's a Jordan move. You know, uh, I got to talk about Donovan really quick. His his last three playoffs. Okay, so his, since his rookie year, he's been in the playoffs every year. Right. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. The first year we made it into the second round. We played 11 games, and he shot, let's talk. Just, that was that epic series against the Thunder. Oh, Remember that? That was so much With fun. Westbrook and Mitchell kind of going at it after one another. He was, was he, he was incredible. Mm-hmm. And remember Rubio really upset Westbrook? Remember, was it Rubio? Was this a different year? No, no. They, uh, they attacked. When they not, they were hard on Rubio. They yeah. were really physical on yes, Rubio. Yes. And the game six, which we finished it out, I think Rubio left early or got hurt or something. Wasn't yeah, playing and wing string or yeah. knee. Yeah, I can't remember. But I do remember. Yes. But, so Donovan shot three pointers. Three pointers. He was shooting thirty-one percent his rookie year. We made it into the second round. Last year he was only shooting twenty-five percent. We didn't make it past the first round. This Houston. year. He's shooting fifty-one percent. Incredible! That's three pointers. I'm not talking from the from the field. You want to talk from the field? He's fifty-six percent versus last year thirty-two percent. So he's doubled his efficiency from the field. That is the type of percentages you're going to see in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, that's going from a, a good player, a good young player, to like superstar level. Hundred percent. Like. Kenny Smith on TNT crew. I, I like those guys. So I'm going to talk about him. He says, we're now seeing MVP candidate Donovan Mitchell. 100%. The way he's playing in the playoffs. Yeah. And it's it's incredible. So fun. Um, and, and with class. Yeah. So you think about Westbrook. He cut lots of points up, but he's a D-head. Yeah. <laughs> right. He is. It's exactly what he is. <laughs> I like defensive head. Def- oh, true. Head. He's, true. He's, he's, he's a the, difficult head. He's the head of the defense, right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, but two, I forgot. Remember, the Nuggets are without Gary Harris and mm-hmm. uh, is it Porter? No. Um, Will Barton. Get, yes, Will Barton. They're six and man. Do you think that's hurting them? No. I think it's hurting them because you Just look as at, much as us missing Bogey. Yes, that's the point. Their depth is not great anymore. They've got some decent athletes and whatever. They don't have scores, though, and those two guys can put the ball in the hoop. Um, But, yeah, we got bogey out. Denver fans, that doesn't mean anything. We got bogey out. It doesn't matter. Listen, health is part of the game. It would have been a sweep. Maintain your health. That's your bad. (laughs) But that's a worry, too, in our, you know, because, like, look at the Clippers, you guys. Well, it's okay. Go on. Look at the Clippers. Well, I just feel like they have depth, like, Paul George is kind of in a shooting slump, though. You guys noticed that? Playoff P. Is that him? Typical playoff P? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so you probably know, Joe, it's I great. know him that it's way. Great. But I feel like when their you know, star players are tired, they have some depth. Whereas the Jazz, I just feel like we might struggle. Like, And I think you guys have touched a little bit on this. Tony Bradley, he really makes us nervous. Huh? <laughs> okay, like, we're on the same page. <laughs> like, he, I, yeah. When he gets checked in, all of a sudden, all your popcorn's gone. Because you're just like... <laughs> <laughs> shoveling it in your mouth. Yeah. Exactly. Every minute he plays, I put on a pound of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got to do to who who is our who is our bench scorers? 
We we've got Clarkson. We obviously have I Clarkson. like Tucker. I do too. I like Tucker too. Um, and I I wish I knew that Oni little. I don't know him very well. Is it Oni? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oni, yeah. I think they. they you you can him. pronounce that however you like. He's not listening. Uh, <laughs> Moutier, I still think Moutier is a good paint point guy. He do can you? put points. He can do a t- little turnaround in the paint. I'm telling you, okay. if you put him in for two minutes, he'll have four points. That's all there is to it. He might do some turnovers and some bad defense. But yeah. He'll have two He needs points. to be better about his decision-making, but right. you're right. He can put points on the board. Are you wanting us to play the Clippers, Marley, or would you I rather do. us play Maverick? Um, I just – I I we won the Clippers, and what that one against the Maverick – did it go into overtime? We, that I game? think we did play a tight game against the Mavs. Oh, yeah. I don't – either one, I guess. But, I, yeah, I'd rather see – I'd rather just play the Clippers – yeah. See, and I'd rather play Dallas because I like watching their. I like some of the players on their team. I enjoy them. Luca, did you see Luca last yeah. night? Oh my! Goodness. Oh my gosh! He needs three. <laughs> he and Donovan are drinking from the same water fountain. They've got to be Orlando. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he incredible. was. He was unreal. It's. It'll be fun. Either way, it's going to be a tight series. The way we're playing now, I think we can beat either of those teams. Right. I think I like our chances against Dallas better. Because of the Clippers bench yep. and their depth, I think it'll really hurt our bench. So a playoff P. Playoff P. We can rely on that though for yeah. him to go three he, for he twenty. And Joe Ingles, they they're, they they get along really well. No, they that's don't. Right. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> Maybe that's all we need to that's, fuel Joe's fire. It. Is if get you want Paul George in the game, it. yeah. See? That's why I want to play the Clippers. There you, I, there go. you go. That's a good enough reason. I understand. I hear you. Um, talking about how good Donovan is and how amazing he's been, do you want to get into the, the touchy topic? We're going to blindside Marley here and, oh, and ask her a question and get her thoughts on it. We, we uh, didn't want her to know what the touchy topic was. So it's not very nice, is it? No. She's glaring at us. Can you guys feel that? <laughs> The tension in here is just... And... We're all sweating. Is, yeah, it's hot in here, and there's not very good service, so... That's okay. Go go ahead. Why don't you... The touchy topic is is uh, the question, is it safe to say that Donovan Mitchell is the best player in Utah Jazz history? Or one of... Definitely one of. Def- no, okay, well, what's the definition of one of? No, first I, don't, of all? I, I don't want one of. I want, you want he's the? number one. Okay. He is the number one. Okay. Well, if if they had won a title with him, yes, I would say absolutely. But um Who's he behind then? I I think John Sarton and Carl Malone. Absolutely. I mean I think those are one and two. And I, I don't know very I, – I wish I could know that era a little better. I don't. I'm sorry. That's okay. I, but I just – you know, Donovan still has a little bit – I mean, but this is a whole new Donovan. These these last three right. games, four games, I mm-hmm. – this is – you wonder how long is it going to last? Is it just – you know, I don't know. I But, yes, I think he's definitely one of the top – yes. Absolutely, my, definitely. What do you think? Um as far as the the milestones that he's hit in the time that he's been with the Utah Jazz, there's never been a player with the Utah Jazz that is that has had as many records as he has, especially in this short a time mm-hmm. and in this young time in his career. So, so don't yeah. you, don't you think a lot of teams will be after him? That coach that went to the New York, um, the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's kind of scary. Really good friends and see, but I guess him and Hayward are really close too, which I know that doesn't really matter, but I'm just saying. Hayward still left. You would, you know, 
But um, you think that Donovan's going to follow him to New York? I wonder. He's from that area. If you had to bet on it right now, Kawhi Leonard went back to LA because that's he went to the Raptors for one year, won that title, and then he went back to LA. That's where he's from. Yeah. yeah. What got Gordon Hayward to Boston? Exactly. The coach, who he's very acquainted with, played right. college for him. Played college with him. Mm-hmm. And I would just be so. I think a lot of Jazz fans would be so heartbroken if he left. Another, it put us through another. Don't she's starting to cry, everyone? With, no, <laughs> Marley I'm not. Is in tears. I'm just saying. If I you've ever seen mascara, Ron, this is what it looks like. <laughs> I don't want to lose him. But. I don't either. Can we just like keep ourselves in this bubble and just like revel in what he's doing now? I don't yeah. even want. It like makes me sad to think about. Even will you? Would you would you move see? to New York if Don? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not. Would you be a Knicks fan? No, I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I would. I would still be a Donovan fan, okay. no matter where yeah, he goes. Fair Me enough. too. Hundred percent. Because because he's because he's classy. Yeah. Do you guys boo Hayward when he comes to Utah? Oh yeah. Be yeah. Honest. I flip him off. I. Hate <laughs> you really do. Oh, he's the worst human being on earth. <laughs> wow. See. See? Okay. I take okay. He's not the worst. <laughs> He's the second worst. There's probably someone else worse out there. I just don't know who it is. Right, you just haven't met him yet. I haven't met him yet. No, I, I boo Hayward only because it's fun. But to you guys, I wouldn't blame Donovan because you can tell he wants to win. And if we can't get the help that he needs, I could see him. Like, Carmelo, he went to the Lakers thinking, oh, I'll win a ring, and he didn't, which I think that's kind of funny. I loved that they didn't win that, and they were stacked. Thank, thank I goodness. know. I don't think a stacked team is but what gets you a championship. I don't either. And it's what chemistry. player has left Utah and... Done better? Exactly. None. 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 It's the curse here. You, you, we, we breed you, we make you good, and if you, wanna, if you think you're going to take that talent somewhere else, we do a little spell... <laughs> And you're gone. But did so, that cross your mind, or am I the only one? No, I mean no, his absolutely. contract's up next year, right? Mm-hmm. 2021. And can the Jazz? I, I mentioned this in our podcast with Jordan. I think that the state we should do a GoFundMe account for him. For him to yeah. keep Donovan. Is that what it would take? Is money? So I think the no, Jazz no, no. We wouldn't give him the money. Oh, we would buy him wait. a house somewhere cool, like like Central Utah. Right, or Richfield. Some, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In like Richfield area, something somewhere in there, or something just to appease him. Like we can just send him like a, a some cookies every day or something. Right. I don't know, some mini muffins, something to keep him happy, right. super happy. That would do it for me. Yeah. I'd be here. Well, we so. gotta figure out what that is <laughs> and do it. As far as of all time, you have Malone and Stockton is one and two. I uh, I don't think anything's coming coming between that right now. Um, What's it gotta take for you to put Donovan in front? Of I you? think some serious. Playoff success. Yes, that's fair. Conference finals at least, maybe trips to the finals. Um, Can it happen? Absolutely. I think our core now, especially with Bogey back, how good would we be if Bogey was back right now? It's so hard The way he's playing, the way Donovan's playing, the way our guys are playing together, we'd be so good. I think we'd be... We would have that depth that you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. So I'd put Malone, Stockton, and then maybe Pistol Pete. He was just... You got to get Pistol Pete. An individual talent. He was amazing. And then, honestly, Mitchell's right there. So one of, yes. Yep. One of the best. I, I, I guess you're right. Until he gets his team to the conference finals, he hasn't quite earned that. I agree. Yeah. It's, it's more than just individual Stats. accolades. Yep. Fair enough. Yep. So what do we got to do to win game five? Same thing, I think. What do we have to watch for? Those offensive rebounds. Offensive Huge. Rebounds. Matt okay. Murray, we've got to figure out a solution for him. Do we triple team him and just not worry about the rest of the team? No. 
because you have Joker, however you say his name. I like Joker. The, you know, and I then like um, him Joker. Yeah. And that, they were saying Tory Craig or whatever, dude. No, he maybe gave Donovan one bad game, but I didn't see anything no. last night. Did you? No competition. I mean, they're they're a great team. I'm not trying to, you know, but but I think the Jazz are a better team, and I know you've said that, but I do. I agree with you. The, the Nuggets aren't making it easy for us, and they are. They're horrible, playing very well, but they're horrible defensively. Like they are. It's, but it's against the pick and roll. I mean, it's hard to guard. Does that worry you in the future, though? That we're, I know we had a couple blowout wins, but the other two, we had an overtime game. This game, we win by two against a horrible defensive team. Especially if we play the Clippers the next round, probably top three defense in the league. Are you a little worried about that? Kind of, but in all reality, you guys, they have to win three straight games, don't they? The Clippers? No, the the. Denver oh Nuggets. yeah, Denver. Don't they have to win like mm-hmm. three straight games yeah. to? And that, if you look at it that way, it's like, well, but they could. Right. I'm just saying, that's. Yeah, I'm worried about the next round, though. If we play against a good defensive oh, I'm team. Sorry. No, yeah. yeah. If we play against a good team on defense. Yeah, I know. It'll be a whole new, mm-hmm. a whole new series. Right. I mean, these are high-scoring games, though. Oh, they definitely. I, we said that last night. We're, we're letting a lot of baskets fall. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. I, whoever comes our way, we got them. Play the Mavericks. Play the Clippers. Ain't no problem. Just enjoy it. Yeah. Western Conference Championship. That's when I'll start getting worried. When we're in the Western <laughs> Conference Finals. No one between here and there worries me at all. So would you rather play the Clippers or the Lakers? Let me ask you that. And for the Western for Conference the Finals? Against LeBron. You'd rather play the Lakers right I now? I want to play the Lakers. Yeah. You think we'd have a better chance to win them? I, I want to win the Lakers. Okay. That's what it comes down to. I'm not saying I'm not saying that we're a better team or that they're a better team. I'm just saying that's who I want to but win. But you know this is meant to I want a lot of things, Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Yeah, but, you know, LeBron said this is really mentally challenging for him and, you know, this whole bubble thing, and that's why he's, you know. Right. See, these other guys, they have a nightlife. People... Players in Utah don't, so this is the bubble's normal for them. Right. Okay. Utah's already in a bubble. They're yeah. getting out by being in the bubble. Right. They, they're yeah. like, this is the greatest time of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Watch out for games five. Game five. Game five. It's, it's 4.30 or 4 o'clock, I think it is. Um, yeah. 4.30. Sometime 4:30. around then, leave work early on Tuesday. Yeah. And I or just the Jazz to win. Jazz win yeah, in do. game five to mm-hmm. move on. I do. Yeah. To the second round. There will be no game six in this series. Okay. Watch out for those old boards. Let's see if Quinn takes care of those and we, we clean that up. Um, watch out for the the Joker and Murray pick and roll. That's been killing us in the past. I assume Denver will go right back to it. Um, let's see how the Jazz handle it. Okay. Game five is huge. Marley, thanks for coming in. We Thank appreciate you. your input. Lots of fun. Thanks for everybody for listening. Thank you, guys. You've been listening to Jazz Beats. I'm Jackson. This is Tyson. You've been listening to Marley as well. Thank you for coming in again. It's been an awesome time. Yep.